When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As the Nationals are struck away from franchise history and some World Series history. Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! And a World Series Game 7 winning Curly W is in the books! It's not a dream! It's not a desert mirage! It's Lord Stanley! And he is coming to Washington! Oh, great crossover. Got him. That's called getting put on skates. Down to two, down to one, and the Washington football team with the upset in Pittsburgh, handing the Steelers their first loss of the season, coming back from 14-0 down. What a win. The show by the fans for the fans. Covering all four major sports in the District of Champions. It's the DC Crossover Podcast with your hosts, Mike Cerrone and Ben Simpson. Hello and welcome to episode 135 of the DC Crossover. I am Ben Simpson. That is Mike Cerrone. Glad to have you with us. For another episode of the show, you can, of course, follow the show on Twitter at the DC Crossover and at Cerrone16. And, of course, you got to follow the talk at DC Crossover Podcast on TikTok. And the show is also up on YouTube in case you want to watch the video of your YouTuber. I usually do have YouTube going, especially when I work from home. I usually have right, uh, right. YouTube, you know, because podcasts now do both a lot of the time. You got the audio version. And then you've got like a video version, and sometimes it's nice to have the video on there. Uh, so you can check out the full video of our show as well if you are one of those YouTube people. Uh, again, DC Crossover Podcast is the place to be on a bye week episode here. Of course, the Commanders did not play, uh, but we still have plenty to talk about on today's Definitely. episode. We got snacks to review, we got uh, seltzers to review. Uh, we got we got a lot going on here. Ooh, the Sultan, I, I I forgot that he needs to come out today. Yeah, we got to get the Sultan is going to make an yeah, appearance again. Uh, so we'll, we're we're going to have some fun on this bye week episode, but still plenty to talk about. Uh, and before we get into it all, I did want to announce something, Mike, that I have oh. officially signed up for a half marathon next year. Oh God, <laughs> October twenty twenty three. Uh, I forget what the day is, uh, because look, I was like, look, I'm, I'm not the heaviest I've ever been, but I'm up there and I was like, I need some sort of motivation to like get this thing going besides like extending my life, you know? Uh, so I was like, you know what? I, I, I ran one once. Uh, this was like four years ago. It's probably in the best shape of my life at that time. Uh, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to sign up for another one. I'm going to pay the 60 bucks or whatever. 
And uh, geez, they're paying you to run. I, I'm paying. Yeah, I'm paying them to run. Yeah, that, that's exactly <laughs> it. I get my I get my shirt. I get my medal. Maybe I don't know. I don't know how it all works. But a medal. Yeah, I think okay. everybody gets a medal. I mean, you pay sixty bucks. You, 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 I better get a medal. Um, <laughs> so I today I was going to tell you. So today I was like, all right, this is my. You know, I'm easing into the training for it. I got ten months. Okay. to work with. So sure. today I was like, look, I'm just going to run a mile. Just see where I'm at. I want to gauge because, because oh. uh, as we know, half marathon thirteen point one. Uh, so I was like, all right, I'm just gonna run one mile and just see how I'm doing. And when when was the last time you've run a mile recently? <laughs> Me? Yeah, uh, I was curious. It was it was over COVID. Okay, so, so a couple it, years. Ago. It, well, because see, my my biggest thing is I'm not a big. I don't like I hate hate treadmills and all right, that kind of stuff. Right. Also, also, it's very difficult for me to run with my knees. True. So, yeah, you're in a different category. Yeah, because you've like, had multiple like, knee I, surgeries and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm I and my my favorite is I think I can run a sub ten mile right now if I was on a track because I because tracks kind of like I don't know man I, I think you're giving yourself know. a lot of credit I, I, I might a be sub ten but, mile <laughs> okay well I, I'm just saying I'm just saying because a track it gets me in a mindset I get, it. When I, I, I get that I think but, I, I totally understand that I will say I don't know I don't know man I thought I was I am probably giving myself credit <laughs> I think today I think it took me about sub twenty sixteen minutes I think. <laughs> Just to run, uh, a lot of walking involved in that. Sixteen, sixteen today. Well, where, what, what, where'd you go? It though? was outside. Like, what, what, it was outside, so like, I was like running up, like uh, the neighborhood, which is on an uphill. So I'm like having to go uphill for parts of it. There's parts where it's like uh, it's a long, it's like right near Route 50, and I was like, I'm gonna look like kind of a tool if I'm like jogging past Jiffy Lube, which is right there. So I was like, I'm, I'll just leisurely right. walk past that. So I mixed in some some jogging and walking. So it wasn't all. Uh, like running or anything like that, uh, but boy, you talking about knees? Like, yeah, you, you can tell I haven't run in in years because my knees were like, you know, pretty uh, like halfway in the going. Tin man this out is not, there. This is not good. <laughs> I was like, plus I got all this weight, so it's like the weight's not good to have. And, and that, so it's like, yeah, I I think I, I think I was shooting for the stars with under ten. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was about to say like, <laughs> uh, I I, I highly you're in your doubt, number now. <laughs> I, highly doubt. I think you know, but I, I do think if I was running on a track. I would have had a better time, like you said. Like, well, because because think think, think about it. tracks are softer on your feet, obviously. So it's it's more or let's just say less impact. Plus the sole fact that back in high school and stuff like that, when you're thinking about it, you're like, all right, I got four laps. That's all I got to do. And you know, obviously, I told this story before about my uh, middle school track, where I literally was so pissed off. From middle school all the way through college, I mean, I, I like I have a grudge from middle school all the way through college yeah. about about my middle school track because literally I found out because I tested it later with technology that the track at Riverbend Middle School in Sterling, Virginia, was not seven laps to get a mile. It was like like four and a half or something oh, like that. But they told you that it was seven. They told it was seven. So like everyone's like even like the 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 state cross country runner is sitting there and he's like huffing and puffing because he's sitting there running like seven laps and he, and he's getting like a ten minute mile and he's freaking out. And it's and that's the weird thing. So that track always gets me. Right. But then right. all of a sudden you go to high school and it's like I, I remember I actually ran one time before in my life I ran like a Seven fifty. Oh yeah, no, I've I've been there too. Like one time, like uh, earlier in my life. One too. one time. Yeah, I mean <laughs> it was once at my at my best training. Like, and I think I so I ran my half marathon in twenty eighteen, I believe. And so like uh, my best like miles back then was I was putting up like eight minute miles, like somewhere around that mark because 
you know, and then obviously not the not every single one through the half marathon. I think it took me like two hours and thirty minutes or something to run the half marathon. Um, and uh, I, I, that's like torture for me. Yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> two minutes or two hours and thirty minutes of just running. Yeah, that's like the worst feeling in the world. Like there, there's no like I would rather be on a movie of Saw. Then, Look, then, then, I, then I, do that. I, I get that because especially after that race, I remember like I was shot. Like I, I could barely limp to the car. But the best part of that was we we were gonna get lunch because that was in Hershey, Pennsylvania. It was a Hershey half marathon. So you actually ran through Hershey Park and stuff like that. Cool, uh, cool. but we you know, we could have gotten lunch at you know somewhere in Hershey, but I was like, no, no, we're driving home. We drove all the way back to Sterling, Virginia to Senor Tequila's. We drove the four ah. hours from Hershey, Pennsylvania, directly to Senor Tequila's, and I had a That's big a old Mexican lunch. It was uh, I started off with a full margarita and a Corona that I pounded in like you know two seconds. Immediately was drunk, obviously, because I just ran <laughs> you know two, for two and a half hours. And then that best meal of my life is probably the first one I had after that half marathon. But I'm telling you, I, I we'll see how this goes. I'll, I'll I'll keep you in the loop on on this this training. Uh, that I've embarked on because yeah, yeah, one mile today at 16 minutes—that's not going to cut it. Ooh, uh, but I got man. 10 months. I got 10 months to get in shape. So I, okay, so I have a question for you from something you referenced earlier. Okay. Now you, you referenced basically extending your life by yeah. trying to run and right. get more in shape. Okay, what is the like perfect age to die? Good like, question. <laughs> what, Good question. Like, like what? Is, like, what, you, when are you gonna be satisfied? The whole thing with, is you don't want to go. Uh, I've lived a good enough life. Yeah, you don't want to go too long because then you're like everything hurts. Like it, you're just like I can't even uh, yeah. get out of bed. Like I feel, I feel like know, that right now. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, so like my grandmother passed away at 93, which is that's mm-hmm. a long that's a long life. Oh uh, yeah. I don't think I'd want to get that long. I think like, you know, maybe somewhere in the early early eighties, maybe. I don't think I want to okay. get to the nineties okay. because you can still be you can be in your early eighties and still be relatively sharp. Yeah, we're not Betty White. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and you can you know you can move around <laughs> a little bit. You hope probably obviously not that well, but yeah, you don't want to get to. I mean, once you get to the nineties, like that's also we're men and men die first. I think so. It's like we're we're yeah, probably not yeah. even going to make it to 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 that long. I mean, especially if we go at the rate right now. That's the thing, man. We're I can't speak for you, but I'm like. If I stay this fat forever, like I'm gonna die in like 20 years. Like it's not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna last that long. So I gotta figure something out. Yeah, I mean, uh, my my happy death age, if you want to call it that, would probably be 77. Okay, that's solid. Um, because because uh, first of all, I already tell people at work and stuff like that that whenever I wake up, I literally like, swing my legs over the side <laughs> of the bed and I'm like. <sighs> oh yeah. Like like you know you're you're hitting that 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 I guess that long jump here of okay, now I'm old, when am I going to die? And that's the biggest thing is every single time I wake up I I feel that way. And it's like my knees, my back, my neck, I get migraines all the time. I'm oh, just yeah. a broken person. Oh, it's tough. And that's the problem. That's the problem. So it's like if I get to 77, I don't want to be that that person that's sitting there with a walker trying to go into like you know giant yeah. or something like that and try to like look no, you want to be the rice or something. You want to be that age where it's like you get to just sit around, watch sports all day, and nobody. Oh yeah. Nobody like says otherwise because they're like, hey, he's old. Like, what is he gonna do? He's not gonna go do anything. So yeah, let him just sit there and watch baseball every night and like, uh, you know. 
uh, family comes and brings you food and they like make you stuff and you get to just right. since you're old you can just kind of eat whatever you want because you're like I'm gonna die anyways it doesn't my grandpa was like that my grandpa was like eating steak yeah. still and like drinking soda and stuff because he was like I'm old what do you want me to you know what do you want from me yeah and, and that's that's my kind of thing is now that you know betting is so easy I want to have a nice I don't know what they have for teachers. I want to have a nice pension or whatever they call right, it. Right, right. I'm not. I'm not even getting close to it yet. So right, yeah. I want to have that's something. Like a Twenty-five to, year thing or something. Yeah, twenty-five or thirty or yeah. something. I don't know what the heck it is. I'm. I'm a little ways away. Uh, but I want to have something where it's a nice, steady income, a nice house, a big ass TV, and I can sit there with like, I mean, maybe more You'll than be one betting DraftKings still. You know. Oh, dude, I, I'm gonna be <laughs> I'm gonna be betting your, your so pension is gonna go right into your account. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say it's, it's like, all right, here's your five thousand for the month. All right, all right, here it goes right into the DK. Man, oh, no, man. I know, that's I know what be, you mean. That's gonna be the life. I know what you mean. I think, uh, I think it is guzzling down rum and coke. <sighs> we gotta get to, we gotta get there. You gotta get to that stage, but we gotta, we gotta survive till then. So that's why I'm gonna. <laughs> Try to run this stupid <laughs> thing and watch me. I mean, five months from now, I'm probably like have gonna have done none tra- no training and be like, I can't do this. I have no time. Right. Now. So we'll right, see. Right. We'll see. I'm just trying to be less fat. So maybe this will be it. Maybe it won't. I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, let's get into the rewind. Chance to look back in the previous week in DC sports. Not a lot to talk about, but I will start with the Washington Nationals. There is some Nats news this week. Uh, one of the biggest news, and again, big is relative it's just for nationals fans really trevor williams uh the nats signed right-handed pitcher trevor williams he's uh you, you may have seen him before especially in the national league he's pitched for the pirates and the cubs and the mets uh 4.27 career era decent uh he was always the guy that back in the day used to they used to always say he looked like bryce harper he kind of kind of looked similar to him Claim to fame. Um, so yeah, so he's, he's come in to be a starter. Uh, that's kind of what they're thinking here is uh, he'll be in the rotation. Is not like the rotation's that exciting right now. So two-year deal. You see what you get from him, uh, Trevor Williams. And then the other news this week, the Rule 5 draft happened. The Nats had the first pick. They selected Thad Ward. Thad is, is definitely a, a, Fatty. Uh, a fratty name there. Uh, 25-year-old <laughs> from uh, the Red Sox system. He was drafted in 2018 by Boston. Six-pitch mix, apparently. Four-seamer, sinker, cutter, slider, curve, and changeup. Uh, he's a reliever, and that's what they'll probably use him for, is, uh, especially with this bullpen uh, looking okay, but they have some room, so they're going to probably throw him in there. Uh, he did get Tommy John in 2021, so last year he only pitched 51 innings and did pretty good. Two, 2.28 ERA, 66 Ks. Now, granted, that was all down in like the Carolina League, double A, high A, things like that. Um, but he looks pretty good, and here's the, the whole thing with Rule 5 is he's got to stay on the Major League roster, otherwise uh, the Nats lose him. So you have to keep him on the Major League roster for the whole season. And for a bullpen guy, that's fine. I mean, it's not like he's a position player, and if he sucks, you know, you're like, oh, man, I can't believe we drafted him. Bullpen arm, we'll see what they get from him. That's the Nats news. Uh, let's move on to hockey, Mike, which we finally get to have some good news because the Caps are red hot. Right, right, no doubt about it. And, and going back to the Nats, obviously you have to think about it this way, not high expectations next year, so there's no reason right. to lose him for no reason. Uh, but anyways, the Caps on a Hita, 14-12-4, not obviously the best record, um, but overall they're on a Hita right now, four in a row. They beat the Oilers on Monday, 
three to two. Nick Dowd scored the tie-breaking goal in the third. Eller and Oshie also scored. Uh, Lindgren gets 28 saves, so that's awesome for him as well against the high-flying offense of the Oilers. Then they beat the Flyers, a game they should have won on Wednesday, four to one. Uh, Ovechkin with two empty net goals, and I think. They said the crowd was upset or something like that, that he ended up getting the second empty netter goal. It's like, okay, then don't pull your goalie yeah. again. Like It's, it's like, what, what do you want him to do? Just like, oh, I'm going to ice it down. That's dumb. Uh, Dylan Strom with a goal and an assist. Oshie also scored for the second straight game. Lindgren yet again with 29 saves. The Caps finished 3-3 three and three on a six-game road trip out there in, uh, I guess you could say in the north because it's not in Canada. I guess it's the north or whatever, whatever yeah. it is. Uh, who cares? Um, <laughs> then they beat the Kraken 4-1, to one, avenging a loss from last week where they lost 2-1 to one, uh, in overtime. Anthony Mantha and Ovi scored an assist. Uh, and Johansson Eller also scored. So they're getting a lot of goals, which is great to see because they got 3-4-4 four, and four in those three games. But then all of a sudden you look at them beating Winnipeg last night as we record this on Monday with five goals. So over those uh, four games, they scored a whopping 16 goals in four games, which is awesome. The Caps scored four goals in the second period, which is awesome. Eller, uh, Van Riemsdyk, Kuzi, Johansson, Ovi all score. Orlov with two assists. And now the Caps have 32 points, one out of the wild card spot. Uh, but going back to that cracking game, that's the first time the Caps won three games in a row all season and now they're on a four game heater and the problem is that this week I'm going to the game on Thursday with a buddy of mine that's a Dallas Stars fan and we can never beat the Stars at home so hopefully this this heater might work but I'm going to be betting on the Stars no doubt about it but going on to another team in DC that obviously is not on a heater they're on a Icicle, whatever, polar bear. They're a disaster. <laughs> the Washington the, Wizards. The Wiz kids are, are having a lot of trouble now. They're 11 and 16, 12th in the Eastern Conference. Uh, bad week for them. Three games, three losses. Lost to the Bulls on Wednesday. This was their fourth loss in a row. Uh, Bradley Beal, he was out all week with this hamstring strain. Uh, we'll see what happens with him. Uh, KP, 28 and 9. Kuz, 21. I mean, the, the Stars are getting it done, but that's not yeah, enough. Yeah. They need some more scoring from elsewhere. Wiz with 11 first-half turnovers, and they shot 2 of 15 from deep in that first half. Not going to win many games like that. Uh, lost to the Pacers on Friday. I watched a lot of this game, uh, and you know, the Wiz were, were in this and, and really looked like they should have won for a while, and then you know Indiana pulls away. Uh, Buddy Heald, big game. Halliburton, big game. Uh, you know, KP 29, Kuz 27. Again, they, they account for half the team scoring for the most part. Wiz lose yep. eight of their last nine. And then Saturday, <sighs> the John Wall return game. It's been a while. We've been kind of waiting for this. And uh, he came back. And it's not like he had a, a, a tremendous performance, 13 points. But, you know, it's John Wall being back in D.C. Hit one big jumper and yelled to the you know, the crowd, this is still my city. Okay, uh, Nicholas Batum hits tie-breaking three <laughs> with right. 23.8 seconds left. Batum went bonkers in the fourth quarter, especially from beyond the arc. Uh, and, you know, it was just a disaster late. I mean, Denny picked up a flagrant foul. KP had a bad miss. I think he airballed a three. Um, Kuz, nice night, 35 points, but 25 of those were in the first half, so didn't really do much in the second half. As Wiz kids fall, 114-107. And, yeah, this was just not... Not the week that it's funny because you know yeah you have one team in the Caps who are you know red hot and then as soon as they get red hot the Wizards have just been on this free fall and it's just not 
not been looking good. Uh, obviously, still some time to, to clean things up. But uh, well, that's, well, that's the issue, though, is when we look at the Wizards real fast, it's like, you, you know, I, I just don't understand because when, when you're looking at this team, I, I mean, when you're comparing them, I should say, to other teams, our third, fourth, fifth, you know, all that kind of type, type of scoring isn't there. You can't rely on Denny, who, you know, everyone knew was more of a defensive guy coming in. Corey Kispert, who was probably the best option at his draft position, uh, you know, hasn't really been that huge scoring option that, you know, you would possibly hope he'd turn into. Obviously, it's still young, but at the same time, you're looking at Rui being hurt, Beal being hurt. It's like, not saying Rui's some star either, but he's also a great piece off the bench, but it's just like, what, what are you going to do? You can't have – I mean, we are basically the Brooklyn Nets right now. They have two stars that are – I mean, obviously we don't have a Kevin Durant, but we got two guys that are going out there scoring 25-plus and, you know, accounting for 55 to 70 points, yet all of a sudden we can't do anything because we have no one else that's going to be scoring, you know, 15 to 20 points on a consistent basis. So you can't have guys that go out there, score 60 points, and then all of a sudden you trickle in, you know, three from Denny Avia because he, he keeps missing or uh, seven points from Corey Kisper. It's like it, those little outputs aren't going to do anything for us, and that's right now what's happening is because Bradley Beals keeps getting hurt. He's, a, he's a basically brownie brittle right now uh, that you get from uh, Ollie's and Costco uh, that breaks so easily because that's what he is right Right now so it's like you're looking at it and just saying there's nothing else we can do because these guys are pouring their hearts out especially with kp finally being uh healthy and outputting a ton of points and a ton of rebounds but we can't do anything because we don't have any other other type of scoring yeah and the worry is i mean even the team was losing a bit even when bradley beal was healthy and playing right so uh there's a lot of criticism going uh, going around about bradley beal and kind of Again, stuff we've talked about on this show about hey, is he? I mean, he's the guy. They, you know, as far as uh, they gave him the guy money, as far as being like the franchise, yeah, yeah, franchise guy, and he just doesn't really seem to be performing. And the Wizards, who, I mean, you look at this roster on paper and you go, man, this is a playoff team. This has to be a playoff team. This this has to be a top eight team in the East. And then they go out there and they just lose. I mean, it's it's kind of nuts because you you just would think. Even those role guys like Denny and, and I know Rui's been out for you know bits and pieces here and it's like right. man you just would think they would be better and then they're just not and that's 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 tough to swallow as Wizards fans we've just been dealing with this for years mediocrity I mean that's all this team seems to be since John Wall was here and he was making uh, conference finals so kind of kind of hurts there now there is one thing and then we'll move on to some other stuff is um one of the things that one of the rumors that always comes around and especially was heat heating up with wall coming back is um the idea of a possible reunion in dc and bringing john wall back here um you know he's not a guy that's super sought after in the league he's kind of one of those guys that uh, yeah the clippers are giving him a chance here they don't really expect much from him. He's a backup, right. you know, that sort of thing. But he comes to D.C., next thing you know, he's a starting point guard for this team, it's something that they haven't really had since since he left. Uh, so I, I guess my question is, are you open to that? I mean, John Wall, he's, he's 32 now, um, which is kind of crazy because, yeah, he's been in the league forever at this point, since 2010. Um, so we got him in as a kid. And now he's, you know, yeah, now yeah. he's 32. He's obviously not the player he once was, but this year, decent numbers, 12 and a half points a game, 
uh, you know, five and a half assists. He's shooting not great from beyond the arc, 27%. You don't really love that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, are, are you open to John Wall coming back and being being the point guard for this team? You mentioned it by saying he's not really sought after right now. Right. And being 32, he still has that competitive edge, that competitive fire. I mean, still sitting there saying, this is still my city, you know, that's what I want to see. Now, I'm completely open to it. Now, the price has to be right, obviously. Right. He's not going to go out there. And I honestly think he would give a hometown discount, mainly for the sole fact that he was on the Rockets, sitting there doing nothing, nothing yeah. getting paid like $40 million or whatever it was. Yeah. He's got all the money in the world. Why would you go out there and say, well, you guys got to pay me $25 million a year to get me back there? It's like, dude, you're on the bench right now for the Clippers. Yeah, he's making, like, and he's not making much. He's getting... Exactly. Uh, so right now he's getting about six and a half million a year. He's signed. Yeah. Uh, he signed a two-year deal, but the second year did have a team option. So the play, the team can decide uh, uh, next year, next June, if they want to pick up his option or not for 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 next season. So at six point eight million for next year. So right. if, if even if they don't do that, he'll be an unrestricted free agent in twenty twenty four. So you know, there's there's a possibility there. I mean, you're thinking about it and saying, wouldn't you want John Wall, who technically is still kind of fresh mm -hmm. because of those those couple years or whatever in Houston where he did, basically did nothing, and now he's coming off the bench and all this kind of stuff. He's got fresh legs. Now, I'm not saying he's 19 again, coming out of Kentucky and doing the John Wall and all this kind of stuff. I'm not saying he's that guy. What I'm saying is I want him back here and playing 25 minutes a game and going back and forth with Monte Morris and and some other guys that you could you know slide in there and giving this team a little bit of a burst. Now I'm not saying he's going to be sprinting down the court having fast break points and making us the fast break leaders again. Right. But I'm saying this guy can still facilitate. I mean Chris Paul is 80 years old and he's still averaging like 8.5 assists a game. And you you don't think John Wall can do that? Now I just think that. You need to go out there and, and kind of treat him like KP. He's going to be brittle. He's going to be fragile. you got to make sure that you go out there and limit his minutes. But I still think he can be a contributor in this league, and I still think it would be pretty sick to see him in that number two jersey again. Yeah, I, I think it would be. I think the fan. I mean, the, that's the thing. is like the fans love John Wall. I mean, even to this day, I think he meant so much for, for Wizards mm -hmm. fans, and I think like – there was so much excitement when he was here, and obviously he helped take him to right. the playoffs and all that sort of stuff. So I think there's still a lot of love um, for John Wall. It was exciting. Yeah. That's the biggest thing is when he jumped on that scorer's table and started beating his chest, saying, like, let's go. Like, we got a chance at this. Obviously, went down the tube when he broke his hand. That was the worst news you could ever have is yeah. when John Wall broke his hand because that basically just let Isaiah Thomas go off. But you're thinking about it and saying, if this guy comes back, the city's going to be rejuvenated. Now, I'm not saying that he's going to be you know, Kevin Durant coming here or something like that where he's going to have that type of impact. But I think he could still have a nice impact where he goes out there, maybe averages 10 and 7 or something like yeah. that, something something that's like a, a, a typical – I don't know what you want to call it, friend, not fringe all-star, but like a really productive player. I mean, let's put it that way. You never know. That's all we need. That's all we need right yeah, now. Yeah, you never know. You never know some of these guys. I mean, there's been other guys who kind of have that career uh, revitalization. Uh, tough word there. Right. Uh, when they when they <laughs> move to a, you know, a different team and they're getting up there in age. I mean, uh, mm -hmm. 
you know, so we'll see. We'll see. I, it's always, I think he's been asked about it. And every time he, he always seems to express interest. He, I, I think he's, he's never been like, oh, I don't ever want to come back there. He does seem to be like the guy who's like, yeah, I would not mind coming back. So, I mean, he got a max deal. So, so it's not like he, he needs to sit there and, you know, not get slapped in the face and say, dude, you know, snap out of it. You're not going to get big money anymore. Right, so it's right. like, why don't you just sit there and understand like, this is your best option. You, you, what, what's the point of going to, I don't even know, New Orleans or something like that and sitting on the bench and then coming off the bench for 10 minutes a night? Come here, try to play 20 minutes a night, maybe two quarters worth or something like that, 20 to 20 to 25 or something like that, and go out there and, and, and make an impact and be loved by the city that has never stopped loving you. Right. That's the biggest thing. I agree. I think the only counter to that situation is – he doesn't have a ring, and so he may just try to go True. ring chasing and, and and try to, you know, get signed by you know a, one of those teams that has that's still relevant as far as like in, in a possible uh, contending situation. And that that's the only thing I could see him not going this route is if he if he because yeah I mean all these guys you you want a ring uh, before you retire and yeah, so right. you know can't blame him but we'll we'll, we'll find but, out. But, but, but would you want – here's the thing, though. When you're comparing it, would you really want a ring over being in, in a city and ending your career in the city that you started in and then going out there and basically going and walking off into the sunset as, you know, a Washington wizard that, you know, you basically grew this fan base into something and welcomed this new era right. of, like, the red, the red, white, and blue and all this kind of stuff, kind of going back to the Bullets, uh, you know, era type thing – it's 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 really a what would you rather have? Yeah, because no, I agree. I mean, yeah, it, it, especially when th- think about it when you're when you have a, a team that has that you're in your ring chase and stuff like that. Do you really want to be like that JaVale McGee guy that comes off the bench for six minutes and wins three rings? Some guys do. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't get that mentality. Like, sweet, you get three rings. You're not going to be one of the best ever. So what's the point? And I get where you're coming from because I I do think like, yeah, is there as much credibility in that situation? I think some guys, it's just like, hey, this is – this is the sport that I've, you know, my entire career is based around and there's one – goal you know that everybody has to and, and that is winning a championship and my career feels unfulfilled yeah, unless yeah. i have a championship but i but i'm with you that i feel like some other guys are kind of in in the boat that you're describing where it's like hey it doesn't really count if i just you know hop on the warriors 72 you know win team and and then get a ring it's like it doesn't really count um so i don't know i don't know what obviously wall his mindset now is probably so different than what it was 10 years ago. And so, um, you know, I don't know what his, his thinking is going to be, but hopefully, I mean, we're still hoping the wizards can get to a point where they're possibly chasing titles and things like that. And it would be nice to have him there with us, especially if this team finds a way to figure it out. Because right now, again, now you're looking at another season of a lost draft pick with Johnny Davis being completely irrelevant to this (laughs) roster. Uh, Is he even in the city anymore? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's 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 just non-existent, and you look around the league, and you look at a team like Indiana Pacers and Benedict Mathurin yeah. and some of these other rookies, and then you look at Tyrese Halliburton, who the Wizards had a chance to get, and like some of these other guys, where you're just like, what are we doing? Like this is embarrassing at this yeah. point. But that's that's for another day. That's for another day. Let's, I got one yeah, more, yeah, one more, yeah, hi- one thought. more hype. So here's my hypothetical question for you: John Wall returns. Does John Wall, if he plays, say, another four years with this team, if John Wall plays another four years, puts up 
pedestrian numbers, sure. but st- st- still contributes to the team. We don't win a championship. Does his jersey go in the rafters? That's a good question. Because yeah, think about this team. I think they only have what one jersey that's that's retired. I th- I think that might be it. Yeah, maybe just one. I mean, because you think about it. I mean, Wizards some of these teams out numbers. there. I think it's Len Bias. I think he's the only one. Well, no, they so they have a or couple. No, others. no. Uh, who was who was the? Oh, wait, uh, no, do they? Wizards retired. But it was Len Bias. So, so, so they have Earl Monroe, who was like a long time ago. Elvin okay. Hayes. Yeah. Elvin Hayes. That's the one I'm thinking. Gus of. Johnson. It was nine seasons in D.C. Wes Unseld, and they have Phil mm-hmm. Chenier at 45. So, okay. yeah, I mean, I think Phil is probably the most – and then they have everybody's got Bill Russell, six retired. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think I think that makes Phil Chenier the most recent retired number, and Phil played, you know, 50 years ago or whatever it was, 40 years ago. So, um, so yeah, I, I think it's an interesting question because – I d- my 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 immediate gut reaction is no because I don't think they put a guy's jersey up there. Um, but then again, I don't think I mean Wes Unsell won a championship, but Gus Johnson didn't. He played nine seasons in Washington, five time All Star, great career, but he didn't win a title, and neither did Earl Monroe. So it's not like a title is the only thing. Uh, and where's Arenas? Where's Gilbert? Yeah, yeah, Gil's not on there. I think. I don't know. We'd have to look at like how long did Gill play here versus how long would John Wall have played here. Um, I don't think it's. I think all... Gill was seven. I think Gill was seven years. Yeah, yeah. And Wall was quite a while. Wall was twenty ten through what like twenty nineteen or something. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, and then if he comes back, another couple. So I think it would be he'd be a candidate for sure. I mean, you. I would think just because of the you know the long jagged longevity that he played here and kind of like he's a name i mean he's a, his name is associated with dc i don't know it's a good question it's a good question um thanks because then also you got to think <laughs> if bradley beal sticks around and he's the max money guy it's like all right well what about bradley beal's name i mean i don't know i i just i just think that when you look at the career numbers now i i don't have it right in front of me but i mean john wall has to be up there with the assists and with with the steals right, and right. different things like that nature, so you're looking at it like saying franchise Gil- numbers, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Gilbert Arenas was, I mean, he I think it was about seven years or so he was here, and he led the NBA in scoring. Mm-hmm. And it's like you think that him and Gilbert, because I mean, like you said, Phil Chenier's the most recent. That, that was like it was like four decades ago, right? Like there's got to be basketball's more... weird with the jersey stuff. You know, it's yeah, different. It's like baseball, I feel like they do it more. Um, I don't know. It's it is weird because yeah, you look, so so John Wall, five time All Star with this team. Um, he n- never won an MVP, but he finished seventh in, in twenty sixteen. He was so he was in the mix. Um, you know the uh, he was all rookie, all defensive, five time All Star. Yeah, I mean. Obviously, he's got a pretty good resume. His career numbers averaging almost 19 points a game, nine assists a game. I mean, those are great career numbers. Right. Um, Did you know his nicknames? Optimus Dime. And (laughs) never heard that. His other nickname, Tupac. It's like, what? Never heard that. I never heard of Optimus Dime before as a nickname. I mean, I heard heard something else, but I (laughs) never heard that. Yeah, that's whatever. Um, 
Yeah, well, it's a good question though. I, I, I like yeah, to see it well, because, like, like you said, there's no Ring of Honor or anything like that. So it's yeah. like either your jersey or not. I mean, they brought so back I, that old, the, the, you know, Crown Butler and and Gil, yeah, Gilbert, three, yeah. Jameson, and stuff like that. You know, they brought those guys back um, just for to honor them. But you're right. There's no like Ring of Honor sort of thing. So I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Uh, let's let's move away from sports for a sec, and I wanted to go through this um, this list that comes to us from Sporked dot and they now, now should I should I read it? Uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, I'll, I'll just be going through. You can have it pulled up if you want. It doesn't have to be a surprise. I just want to get a, our, okay. some of our reactions to this list. Um, Got it. So Spork.com, they do a lot of food taste testing as well as rankings and stuff like that. It's a pretty cool site. And they did, in, back in July, they did a Lay's Flavors ranking. And look, I'm not saying we have to have tried every single flavor on this list. There are some that I haven't actually eaten. But we know the general flavor profile uh, and we know, you know, what you kind of get with a Lay's chip. So I just wanted to get some reaction um, from from both okay. of us regarding this list and and any surprises on the list. So the number one, I'll say right off the bat, number one being classic Lay's kind of surprises me because uh, yeah. I think, to me, classic Lay's is always extremely boring. Uh, you know, it's, it's not like when... When you're at like the office party or whatever and people bring chips, they don't tend to bring just a Lay's classic to the party. <laughs> I feel like when we're Only in the commercials. when we're talking about <laughs> right, when we're talking about party chips, I, I usually you're seeing a barbecue, a sour cream and onion maybe, salt and vinegar is usually yeah, up yeah. there. I I don't love classic Lay's being labeled as the number one chip. On this list, I I just think classic Lay's is just way too boring. I'm not saying they're bad, but I'm saying compared to some of the other options here, I was surprised to see them give it a 10 out of 10 and give it the number one spot in the Lay's rankings. Classic Lay's, I mean, half of them are transparent. I mean, you can see through. Yeah, them. it's very like very thin. It's like yeah, I don't want a thin chip. I mean, especially if you're going to be dipping. Like if you're going for the dip. I mean, this this chip is so nubs. Yeah. I mean, literally, when you look at classic Lay's, especially when you when you get it, it's on your fingers, and you're so greasy, and you just feel gross about I'm yourself. It's like it's it's like you when you're running, you just feel gross. Oh yeah, and it's like <laughs> always feel gross. Yeah, but that's I was saying. You think it's just like it's just like classic Lay's, and it's like like you mentioned, no one's gonna sit there and bring. A uh, you know a classic Lay instead of like a barbecue or something like that. You got to have some type of flavor. And I like how this thing says, "No Lay's chip, Lay's chips really do taste like actual potatoes." Like I don't want to sit there and eat potato chips. Like it's just right. so lame. It's it's so and I nubs. guess that leads me to my actually a, a side question here. What are some of your top like chip flavors? Like you know like your cheddar sour cream, your sour cream and onion, barbecue. Like when you are perusing the world of chips. It doesn't even have to just be Lay's, but in general, what are some of your go-to flavors that you you gravitate towards uh, when it comes to that sort of stuff? So I love heat. Now, yeah. heat's my biggest thing. My favorite chip of all time, as of right now, and, it, and it's it's obviously been changing over time because I'm, I'm my palate is refined. Uh, I, I love Doritos Flamin' Hot yeah, Doritos. Yeah, it's a classic. Like, and the cool, the cool Ranch Flamin' Hot are cool, but the the Nacho Flamin' Hot are just so good. Um, but I just like that heat type of thing. Now, I will say, Uts, their crab chips. I mean, the bag appearance 
is so much better because it, it, cause think about it. You have that big blue crab on there, mm-hmm. and you're like, man, it's going to taste great. And then all of a sudden, you take a chip, and you're like, oh, it tastes all right. And then you take another one, and then the more you eat, you're just like, man, these aren't tasting as great. Uh, you know, the, it's, I mean, it's great marketing cause it, it makes you want to get it. Um, but I just go for the heat. I love the heat type. Things. I've got a chip for you that I feel like I may have mentioned on the show that you have to try and they, they sell it at, at, at grocery stores. It's, it's from, so route 11 chips, which is a classic kind of chip. Oh, brand. you yep, need to yep. try mama Zuma's revenge. It is a, it's a long it's, name. It's a habanero jalapeno spicy chip. It's not like gimmicky spicy where it's like, you know, it's not the one chip challenge or anything like that. It's just a bag of Man. chips. It's I, it's at the deli at my work, so I get it anytime I get a sandwich there. It is the best chip I've ever had in my life. I will say, I, I, I did not mention, the best barbecue chip you can have in existence are Cincinnati barbecue Grippos. Look for Grippos because they're literally a Midwestern thing. They are I've so heard, damn heard good. It's I haven't had them. I've heard of them, though. And I do. I, I've have heard great things. That's the thing. It's you like, have to order them. I think, though. Yeah, from from where we live, I think we'd have to go order them online. And it's like, I do think, like even them putting together this list. I mean, Lay's honestly, and you think about it, it's probably really far down there as far as even chips that I would go to in a Brands. grocery store. <laughs> you know, like Ruffles tend to have a pretty good. All right. You know, yeah. uh, you know Ruffles is Tostitos. solid. Tostitos for sure. I oh, um, love the salt. You know, like you said, anytime you want to go towards like the Doritos side of the world, mm-hmm. like that's a, always a great place to be. Uh, obviously, you know, flaming hot Cheetos and stuff like that. Not really a chip, you know, but still something that you go towards. Lay's, honestly, for me, I think there's so many other better options than Lay's out there. Um, yeah. I just don't really find myself going towards Lay's. Now, I will say, when we uh, return to the list here. One of the flavors that I was surprised was as low as it is is number seven, Lay's Barbecue. Lay's Barbecue. Being yeah. down there at seven. Now, there's three different barbecues they have on the list here. They have Sweet Southern Heat. They have. <laughs> Excuse me. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I got it. I got to hold it in. I wasn't able to do so. I, I literally, I literally was, I was mesmerized by this list reading it. And that thing just, <laughs> that shot out of nowhere. Oh, <laughs> God. Excuse me. Uh, they have, they have. That'd be good on the replay. I guess they might have oh, four boy. different barbecues because they have Lay's kettle cooked mesquite barbecue, and then they have honey oh, barbecue. But uh, I, I would say the classic Lay's barbecue chip is a really solid chip. Like, I, like, and when I have had Lay's, yeah, that's yeah. been one that I've gotten, and I and I and I do like it, especially in the barbecue world. I like that your Lay's classic. I haven't had. There's a spicy chip on here, the Flamin' Hot Lay's. Yeah, I've never even seen that. Yeah, I, I'd be interested to try it. My guess is it it probably doesn't pack the punch that we'd want it to have um, yeah. from a heat perspective. Um, so I, I mean, it's like putting high. lipstick on a pig. You know it's a Lay's, so you don't really care. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's nothing exciting about There's it. There's something about those triangles for, you know, Doritos. It's just it's, it's a great shape. It's magical. I mean, Doritos I mean, is... <laughs> I mean, so I had Taco Bell last week, and the, getting oh, those yeah. Doritos oh. Locos tacos is just the best thing in the world, man. I mean, like having having the tacos with the Dorito shell. Obviously, it's been around a decade, but it's like it's just still it's so good. I mean, any anytime you have a little bit of that Doritos flavor, but I mean, as far as this list goes, I, I think having Classic Lay's up there, I'm not thrilled by that. 
I, I think cheddar and sour cream is always, is is usually pretty solid, so I like that that's in the top five. I mean, I think uh, usually those types of chips are going to be good. Are you a sour cream and onion guy at all? Not really. No, same. Not really Neither at all. I. Uh, I, I, but I, I do like on this list how they have like. I mean, it's it's basically a participation trophy. Every single brand of Lay's has a ribbon that says, right. "Oh, this is the the best sweet Lay's." Right, right, like, right. I mean, it's like I mean, come on now. Let's I try like, not to hurt any feelings. It. You know, I guess. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think what really we've learned from this list and in general is that there's just so many better options when it comes to chips. Um, when when I go through the grocery aisle, I think there's just. Uh, Lays is probably going to be the last option for me. It's really not going to be something. But besides, like you know, they, they, there's there's really like healthy chips. Sometimes at the grocery store, you're like, if you're going to yeah. buy chips, buy chips. Like, well, who's going to eat this like super healthy? It's like made out. I don't, out want, of, I don't like, want this dust. Yeah, like green beans or something. It's like it's like <laughs> why would I want this? Uh, right. And, and by and by the way, I, I want to know who this author is. I mean, his name is Danny Palumbo. He looks kind of familiar. Uh, but it's like Danny is a comedian, cook, and food writer living in Los Angeles. He loves gas station eggs, canned sardines, and Easter candy. He also passionately believes that all the best chips come from Pennsylvania. And it's just like for me, it, it's how did this guy get a job? Like, how does he know that these are, are are what they are? And he thinks they're they're some I mean, wop. I mean, dill pickle lays. What the hell is that? Yeah, never even heard of that before. And it's like, Gross. I just think that this guy got this job because he is a, I mean, a, a weird writer that's like, I'm, I'm going to taste the Lay's today. No one cares. I'll tell you no one, one cares. thing. I looked at another list from Danny Palumbo, and he listed oh. the top six chocolate chip cookies. And I don't, oh, no. I don't love this. Wait a list second. Wait, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Let, let me, let me guess what, uh, actually, I'm going to, I'm, I want to, tell you a couple of chocolate chip cookies and see where they're ranked okay so they, they only list these six the top six so okay. i'll tell you just if they're not on the list <laughs> so these are the brands right yeah chips ahoy uh, no it is not on the list <laughs> jesus uh mrs fields mrs fields is not on this on this list no oreos isn't a chocolate chip cookie no. um uh what about um tate's so that's the that's the big one he has here. He has Tate's number one on the list, and then it's so lame. And then Tate's, I mean, Tate's, Tate's are walnut chocolate <sighs> chip at number three. Oh Jesus! Yeah, it, this is pretty ugly. Number two is Pepperidge <laughs> Farm <laughs> soft baked milk chocolate. I'm fine with oh, that. Okay, okay, uh, okay, Danny. And then Pepperidge Farm Maui milk chocolate coconut almond. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. That's with that's you a there. lot of words. It's a lot of number words. Number five, the Costco cookies. I I. I haven't had a Costco cookie in a long time. I, I had yeah. those a lot as a kid. My dad would get the big old uh, plastic oh, yeah. clear container and it would have yeah, like yeah. the big chocolate the big chunk. cookies in there, and they were all huge. And you're like, yeah. this is incredible. And then number six, Keebler Deluxe Rainbow Cookies with M and M's. Okay, that's that, those are those are nubs. Yeah. They're good, but they're nubs. I feel like Let's we gotta respond to Danny just, Palumbo at some point. Well, I don't get. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be very very soon because I'm I'm a little heated now because. Tate's cookies, I think they're the gluten-free ones. They literally, and I'm not saying they're bad. They're good, but they they don't pummel a Chips Ahoy no. or or a Mrs. Fields. Mrs. Fields is as Tates soft. Tate's are overrated. Literally, literally, Mrs. Fields cookies are as soft as a Mike Lindell 
my pillow. I mean, literally, they are so good that I don't understand why he would put a Tate cookie. That literally, the only part that's good about a Tate cookie is the chocolate that's in it because it literally is a piece of paper. It's so thin. You, you take a bite out of it and it, like, snaps. I don't want my cookie to snap. No. I want it to be, like, you know, soft and gooey and, 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 and just just be good. Yeah, I don't want I don't want to eat. cookies. I don't, I don't want to eat. I literally don't want to eat a a, a eight by twelve eight by eleven and a half piece of paper. I'm sorry, it's not the best cookie in the world. This Palumbo, uh, you know, Dumbo. This guy is not right. Dumbo Palumbo. Uh, we, 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 we gotta we gotta go after. We might have to. We gotta go after. We might have to reach out. I don't know. If we go. It's, it's a purge. We might have it's to reach out to him and see if we can get him on the show at some point. I think. Oh my! Oh, that, that could be a, a summer. That could be a off season segment next summer. Right, write it down. Where's the, where's yeah, the Google? This, this the problem. Is we always forget. Um, yeah. All Write it yeah, down. Write, write that down. Danny Palumbo, summer 2023. Uh, and then you're going to like read that note in like a month and be like, what the hell does this mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> Who the hell is Danny yeah. Palumbo? Uh, let's, Guy, guy's let's been fired the, for three years. Uh, <laughs> the food and snacks and all that stuff going here as uh, I get the music ready here because just like I did last week with a, uh, a, a snack review, it's Mike's turn. What the oh. hell is that? I mean, it tastes like a stuffing that you stick in the ass end of a turkey. Seafood crepe. Yeah, that's seafood crap. When you take a bite of that cod, it's, it's almost like you've got a breaded condom in your mouth. It's like it's been left out for days and it's been attacked by cats. Dry and tasteless. It's dry, it's dry. How dry that is. Bland as anything. It is bland. Bland. There's no seasoning in there. Everything's bland. Bland. It's bland. Pasta's bland. I don't even think he likes the water. All right. Food review time. As it is yep. Mike's turn. Let's see uh, what snack you have in store for us today. Give me a sec, because I'm getting someone to bring it to me. Oh, oh, you <laughs> forgot. <laughs> no problem. I forgot, we'll wait, for, forgot to gr- wait for the delivery here. <laughs> We also will have the Sultan of Seltzer join us here in a bit, too, uh, before the end of the show. This is bi-week material, people. This is what we do on the bi-week. Thanks, DoorDash. Yeah. <laughs> DoorDash. All right. So, all right. So what do we got here? We have Cheez-Its, another brand of Cheez-Its, yep. which, by the way, I had hot and spicy Cheez-Its recently. Okay. Eh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's what I got. Uh, the, I would say the hot and spicy Cheez-Its, just for a side note, it. Eh, Three out of five. Okay. Three out of five. Okay. Not great. So here it is. The Cheez-It Ooh. Buffalo Wing. It's a little bright. I have not seen uh, this. Yeah. Cheez-It Buffalo Wing. So the good thing about Cheez-Its is that you can literally have 26 crackers and it's 150 calories. That's, now, I love that. Granted, there is some sodium and there yeah. is some carbs and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, I mean, 26 crackers, that's like, that's like three bag tests. Yeah. So it's like you're thinking about Ooh. it. I mean... And all the all the uh, I'd love to eat a thousand we, calories worth of cheeses. I mean, that's what do we what what do we call our uh, our followers? Uh, we didn't we didn't have a name for it, did we? No, I don't think so. I don't think there is a name for it. Um, but if they know what the bag test is, that's exactly what I'm going to do. The crossover crowd. The uh, that's, that's the lamest thing I could ever well, say. Okay, it was the first one I thought of. Right? <laughs> yeah, workshop it a bit. Uh, okay, here we the go. Crossover so, cadre. I don't know. August nineteenth, twenty twenty three. So they're still in session. Yeah, that's so always a worry. Good. We we bought. Uh, I'll let you. I'll let you taste test these, and I'll 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 fill some time here. 
Um, Cheese it buffalo wing. Here we, we go. Bought, back to, I bought back to. seven different flavors of Oreos because we were going to try some as like a fun activity. And I realized after I bought them, I looked at the expiration date and it was one of them was like January 2022. It's like, why was this on the shelf? A giant. I bought it like last week. Uh, as Mike is, uh, Mike did the bag test. Oh, he's might be dying. Um, so he probably had got at least five or six of those in his gullet here. Um, let's let's get some initial <laughs> reactions here. Well, I mean, as the fans know out there that I've been struggling with my vocal cords right. and my cough for the last two 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 weeks or so. Oh gosh. My question for you right off the bat is. So one of the issues I have with Cheez-Its and the various flavors is sometimes it just tastes like a Cheez-It. Like no matter what flavor they claim to add to it or something like yep. that, it just feels like a Cheez-It. It doesn't really have a distinctive new taste or new flavor to it. So my first question to you is, can is there like a buffalo you know, uh, type flavor to this or does it just taste like a Cheez-It? I was literally about to say that. You hit it the nail right on the head what i do they taste exactly yeah you do yeah it's a little bob the biller over there literally they taste like cheese it's with like a tiny tiny like like a little, little like a like an elementary school taekwondo kick uh, it's not big right. it's not it's it's not like black belt level it's like they the brown belt or whatever the they board to make it seem like yeah a kick yeah exactly yeah yeah like seriously that's honest, the problem not, that's the problem with cheese it's man it's like I'll take one without the bag. Stick to what you know. I mean, the Cheez-Its does a great job of having a small square cracker that with some cheese taste to it, and it packs a nice yeah. little punch, and you can eat a billion of them and not feel too terrible about yourself. You don't really have to bring in these other flavors if they're not really doing anything for you. <coughs> it doesn't really seem to make this unique at all. Yeah. I mean, literally, a regular Cheez-It is just as good as this, if not 10 times better. Man. I mean, it's don't get me wrong. It's not bad. Sure, it's the sure. same price of a Cheez-It. Yeah. But it's like, literally, you're just looking at this box, and it's like, man, this is cool. But you always, I, I would say more often than not, when people say, what are people like? Oh, they love wings. What kind of wings do they like? Buffalo. Right, right. You know, it's like, they think that if you make something out of buffalo wing, uh, or not something out of buffalo wing, but if you flavor it like that, it's it's never gonna be a a, a smash. Right. I don't think I can ever think of something that has been a smashola because they flavored it buffalo wing. Right. Those pretzels we had like a year ago were okay. Yeah. Um, but right. it was just like you said. It was just like they added some heat, like dust, to it, and they're like, "This is buffalo flavor." And it's like, <laughs> you know, it didn't, it didn't. It's not. That's not really how that works. Yeah, I mean, I would put that the spi the hot and spicy ones over this because at least they had a kick and a different type of texture. I think they had a little bit of jalapeno dust Ooh, in there like or that. something like that, uh, which which was pretty good. But these overall, just not that great. I mean, overall score. I mean, the box is cool and all, whatever. You know, obviously we don't have to do a peel because it's a cheese it box. Um, but you're looking at it and saying, Man, this is a two five, mm. two five out of five. It's 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 a downgrade. It's there's it's not something you're gonna go out and get. There's no point to even put it in a bowl because everyone's gonna say, "Hey, why are these cheeses a little darker?" You know, they're they're not gonna say anything like it's a, it's a great yeah, so flavor. People might not like even that. notice. They may not even be like, yep. "Oh, this is a different cheese." That's disappointing. That's disappointing. I mean, cause if you're gonna title something Buffalo or something, you gotta go all out. Like you gotta give it some more kick than that. Or maybe do like buffalo ranch, so have a little bit of ranch seasoning in there yeah, too, yeah. Or, or 
or something along those lines. Yeah. You need that. You need that, that sprinkle of uh, what do they call it? like popcorn ranch or yeah, something like that yeah, or some, whatever it is. Some of that. That'd be good. Yeah, some of that could work better than than what they did there. So, Cheez Its yeah. Buffalo. <sighs> Not good. Not let good. down. But hopefully down. we won't be let down as we continue. I mean, we're just talking all food here. It's a bye week, people. This is what we do. <laughs> is uh, I w- want to welcome in another character to the show. Today's show. It is our Sultan of Seltzer making his glorious return. It's been a while. Uh, the Sultan has 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 not been here, so it's good to have him back. If you are not familiar, the Sultan of Seltzer tries a bunch of hard seltzers. Right now, yep. the leader in the clubhouse is the Wild Basin Black Raspberry at 8.4 out of 10. Your other kind of top couple uh, ones here, the Truly Classic Lime Margarita Style at 8.2. Uh, and then you have Three Birds, Hard Seltzer, Mango Lemonade at 7.6. That rounds out your top three. Your worst so far has been the White Claw Passion Fruit, 4.1 <laughs> out of 10. Not, yep. not good. We'll see what's in store for the Sultan today. Introduce the people at home with what you're going to be taste testing for. So the Sultan likes to peruse through Total Wine and check out the Salts, or the not the Salter, Sultan of Seltzer Isle. Right, they should call well, it that. Should, that'd be nice. You need a sponsored yeah. section of the store. What, what if I just walked in there with 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 my hat on yeah. and they, they'd be like, I wonder what this is actually called. It's not a hat, <laughs> uh, but we got to figure that out. Uh, and they said like, What is this guy doing? I'm a uh, Sultan of Seltzer yeah, over here. Don't worry about me. Yeah, you need a big sign me. that says that. Well, the weird part was that they tried to take my card away this week. Um, you know, I had my card there, and I went in the the frozen area or the the, the, the fridge, right. and they sat there, and they were like, "Whose card is this? Whose card is this?" And they were like all freaking out. And I'm sitting there, just kind of like looking around, kind of figuring out what I want. And all of a sudden, I go out there, and the guy's like pushing my cart. <laughs> I'm like, "Ho, ho, big, hey, boy!" You know, it's like yeah, I had like five cases in there. Jesus, what, what, what a moron! Like, dude, well, they know you know, you there's are. someone. I'm not gonna leave my cart there with like four cases in yeah. it. Anyways. The Sultan of Seltzer is going to be reviewing the Vizzy, Vizzy, okay. which I hear is a bigger brand. I've, yeah, I've seen Ooh. them around. I, I, I see their commercials and things like that. Vizzy Lemonade Hard Seltzer Flavor Strawberry Lemonade. Ooh, I, I like a good strawberry lemonade flavor. Yeah, so the strawberry lemonade, it's it's a pretty good lemonade flavor for the Truly, mm-hmm. as we always say. As, as one, one of the, of the one best seed, Truly obviously. ones, I think. Yeah. Uh, I would say for appeal, this can is really bland it, it, they, they think it's pretty cool because it's like oh look we have strawberries and and, le- and a big big ass lemon on here you know it, which is it's like a, it's it's kind of weird and that. they have yeah. with antioxidant vitamin c from acerola superfruit what, what does that even mean okay, that first like of all we should bleep out uh, <laughs> i mean literally acerola maybe i don't no, even know no. what it is yeah. but it's but it's like I mean, I don't want a medicine thing, so I'm not really having high hopes. But I do like the gold on I do top. Like the that gold looks pretty. Too. That pretty looks. By the looks way, I cool. did buy the Truly Holiday Pack this week. Um, oh, so, I had that. Yeah, so the berry bramble style, cran orange sparkle, the holiday sangria style, and then the pear martini yep. style. So I've only tried the berry bramble style so far. I liked it. I, it's not my favorite. Yeah. I'm interested to see what the other flavors taste like. I will say that 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 pack. Pretty damn good. Not gonna okay, lie. I'm excited, but I'm trying to trying to stay away from all truly though. Obviously, we have right, the yeah. classic lime margarita style and the kiwi mojito and whatnot. Definitely. So I'm trying to trying to branch out. Yeah, I bought it because uh, I was like, I gotta have this for the holiday season. So let me get the holiday. Pack. Right. So let's. I I am running out of of, of seltzers in the in that aisle. So we <laughs> might need to start moving to uh, whatever drink. Yeah. So the, the <laughs> yeah. 
So this one has zero sugar, so that's good. Okay. Obviously, yeah, when love you need to run a half marathon later, you have to, you know, you oh, have to we'll have zero sugar. Crawl. 100 cows. Here we go. So the Vizzy Lemonade Hard Seltzer, strawberry lemonade, down the hatch. All right, Sultan's going to taste test this one. I'm, I'm intrigued. I, my guess is this is, oh. gets a pretty good ranking here. Oh, this might have given had a nice little <laughs> kick there. Ooh, okay, okay. Uh, okay, it's coming back. It's coming back. This was like a boomerang for was a second. Was that a it negative was going... reaction to the flavor? Yes. Ooh, yes. Uh, it was like a boomerang for a second because it's like you threw it down the stairs and it was going way low and then it just came right back okay. up. Uh, so, I don't really you know, <laughs> boomerangs in that fashion. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a boomerang when I was a kid once and it, it did never came back. <laughs> it was not like an Australian one. Yeah, I don't know if that was a boomerang. <laughs> okay. I think we, I think I think I have something going here. Okay, okay. I'm I'm intrigued I, here. I don't know what an antioxidant tastes like, but I'm, I I hope it means I'm getting healthier. I think um, so. With <laughs> vitamin C, like seriously, like oh I'm, I'm vitamin C deficiency. Got to drink some fizzies. All right, <laughs> whatever. All right, so here we go. One more try. Oh, I just bit the can. Okay, I'm, okay. It has a first downgrade. Like you first taste it, it tastes like medicine. Ooh. But then, when it hits like when it hits the vocal cords, like in the back where mine are like dead right now, it kind of has that lemonade flavor. So it's 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 good. Don't get me wrong, it's good. But it's not it's not something that literally sits there and says like, man, this is this is awesome. Like I don't want that first punch. Like think about you're in the ring with Mike Tyson. Mm -hmm. You want that first punch to be like, okay, wasn't that bad? I can I can take a few more from this. Right, but the problem right. is with this one, it's like. I don't know if that analogy makes any sense, um, but <laughs> sometimes I'm, sometimes they're they're hitting they're swinging miss. Yeah, yeah that's um, But it's just like this one when you first get that first kick, it's like mediciney and stuff like that. You're yeah, like, yeah, that's what you get sometimes with strawberry flavored things. It's like just tastes like yeah, like that cherry medicine that you used to have as a kid or whatever. Um, so yeah, I'd be interested. So we go appeal, taste, and then ra overall rating. Uh, yes. Is, is so a, a, a peel, a peel, bland, right? Uh, just blah. Uh, taste. Uh, uh oh. I mean, taste is just. This may not. It's just be a it, good it, ranking. It's here. just it's just an all right thing. And I just got a text um, that antioxidants uh, help you with <laughs> uh, other things. Um, oh, <laughs> which, like, which like like your your stomach area. Yes. Yes. Got it. So uh, oh, that's well. that's not a good sign. Good thing, good thing tomorrow I won't have to get up too, too early. Um, anyways, uh, I don't know why we're talking about this right now. <laughs> okay. Let's go ahead and All give right. the, uh, the drum roll the, the, here. The, give me the drum roll, please. Right, Let's get go. this over with. <laughs> All right. Vizzy Lemonade Hard Seltzer Strawberry Lemonade flavor is a 5.8. 5. 5. 5. 5.8 out of 10. 8. Yikes. Mm. Yikes. Thank God it's a 12-pack. Yeah, that is uh, that is a Ooh. rough. So uh, that is now the second worst ranked seltzers of the four, five, six, seven, eight, nine that we've done um, so mm. far. So that is the Vizzy Lemonade Hard Seltzer Strawberry Lemonade, five point eight out of ten yeah. from the Sultan. Much better, much better. You can get out there. Yeah, that that is for sure. Uh, let's set up the final lap chance to talk about some other big stories in sports 90 seconds on the clock here we go the world cup semifinals are set croatia and argentina will play tomorrow as we record this and then you got morocco 
and France. I, I don't know about you, Mike, but I, I feel like France were, is kind of destined to destroy Morocco in semis. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, when you're when you're looking at luck, luck runs out pretty pretty fast. Right. And I think Morocco, the group stage, everyone was surprised, and all of a sudden they beat Spain, which screwed my bracket up. And then all of a sudden they go out there and beat Portugal. It's like, I mean, they're just killing Europe right now. But I think France is a different animal. So you're looking at it right now. I think France is going to take on Croatia. That's just my opinion. The Lions, my Detroit Lions, take down the 10-2 and Vikings and are now one game out of a playoff spot. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you're looking at the Lions and saying you're hoping that the Giants just free fall and then you keep on your hot streak because if the Commanders can take care of the, take care of the Giants this, pat, this coming week, I mean, that's – I mean, geez, what is that, like uh, five or four losses out of the last five for the Giants? So they're on a downswing here, and that's the thing. You're you're hoping that the Lions, I hope they can make it to the playoffs because that would be fun to see because they're a scrappy team. Speaking of sparking a team, Brock Purdy yesterday. Helping the 49ers beat Tom Brady. Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy gets it done. I mean, this 49ers quarterback situation, it's been nuts all year long. Guys keep going down with injury. Next man up, Brock Purdy apparently. Is the guy to get it done here? Well, it's nuts how they just—I mean, they—they they kicked Tampa's teeth in. I mean, it wasn't even close. Yeah. And it's like at one point I saw Mike Evans had zero targets, zero catches, and I'm like, what are they doing? Like, I—I just, I just don't get it. Like, is Bruce Arians that much of a savant? You know, as a head coach, I just don't get it because they were talking about Byron Leftwich being the next big thing as a coach, and their offense sucks. I mean, it's—it's it's terrible. So yeah. I don't even know what what's going on. And that is the final lap. Now we'll move things to the money line as we end today's show. Uh, sponsored, of course, by DraftKings. The wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is officially live in Maryland. Now you can illegally bet on your favorite sports with DraftKings anytime and anywhere Right there in Maryland, for a limited time, new customers who sign up with promo code DC Crossover will receive $200 in free bets instantly. NFL season still alive. Some big games left to be played. You got plenty to bet on there. DraftKings has the best features, including same-game parlays, unlimited player props, and more with fast and easy payouts right at your fingertips. DraftKings Sportsbook is where both Mike and I go for all of our sports sporting needs. Here's what you do. You download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DCCROSSOVER to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DC crossover. Please play responsibly for help. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. You must be 21 years or older. Physically present in Maryland. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus issued as free bets. See DraftKings.com slash MD for full terms and conditions. Thank you to our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Our picks of the week. Mike again holding a nice lead over me. Been hot here on the show with these picks. Uh, yeah, and yeah. you're hoping to continue that. I'm going to go college football here with my lock. I'm just going with Vegas here. Fresno State, minus three over Washington State. Not not, not bringing a ton of extra knowledge or, or uh, <laughs> info here. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just sticking with Vegas. Uh, and then my dog, I'm going Ravens plus two and a half against the Browns. I think we've seen, um, you know, 
the Browns, I mean, Deshaun Watson obviously has kind of struggled a bit in his return. You know, Jacoby, they're, they're still trying to figure out, like, when do we use Brissett? When do we use Watson? Initially, it was like, oh, yeah, we're going to use Brissett probably on, you know, running plays with the quarterback. And then I watched the game, and Brissett's throwing passes to the end zone 10 feet over the receiver. So you're like, what exactly <laughs> is the point here? What are we trying to do? So I think the Browns are still trying to figure this out. I know, obviously, this is a Ravens banged up, stuff like that. I still like him at plus two and a half in this one. Uh, kind of wish it was plus three and a half. Maybe go pay for that, you know, the extra point there if, if you can. Uh, and that is my dog. Yeah, honestly, the Browns, I mean, the season's over. Might as well just get Deshaun Watson in with the offense because you know that Kevin Stefanski is going to be the coach next year. So there's, right. there's no point into playing Jacoby Percet. I don't understand that. Just like let him play yeah. out the rest of the season, get, you know, shake off the cobwebs and go out there next season and start fresh. I don't understand it. So, my lock of the week, SMU, minus one and a half over BYU. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going with due theory. BYU screwed me twice this year. <laughs> Actually, three times if you glued basketball. Uh, so, you know, the Cougars, uh, I'm all down on the Cougars. Screw the Cougars. Uh, so, I'm going, go Mustangs. Go Mustangs. Go Mustangs. Uh, and I think the over-under is like, 80 in that one. Right, I'm right. unbelievable. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, and then, uh, and I think SMU scored like, I think they were in a 77 to like 66 game one time. I don't understand how that's a football score. I mean, it's like a high school score. It, it makes no sense to me. My dog, Miami of Ohio, the Red Hawks, plus 11 over UAB. UAB is 0-6 on the road against the spread this season uh, or a neutral site. And honestly, I'm going to go with that. I think Ben Roethlisberger playing for the Red Hawks again. He's going to suit up, and he's going to go out there and throw a couple TDs and and kill the Dragons or whatever the, whatever UAB's mascot is. It's a dragon or something. Yeah. So I'm going to go plus 11, Miami of Ohio. Definitely a dragon like <laughs> breathing fire or some, some crap like that. Uh, those are our Moneyline Picks of the Week, sponsored by DraftKings. Wizards playing the Nets right now as we are recording this. Kevin Durant. Always plays big against DC. He's already got seven points early in the game. So. Why are we playing the Nets and the Pacers like every, like every week? It's insane. I don't know. The NBA schedule is so weird. Um, so Wizards probably will lose this one again tonight. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, so and we can talk this out right now at the end of the show is I think we, we – so our Festivus show can either be next week the 19th or it can be the 26th. Um, I mean, we're both off work, obviously, uh, on the 26th, but it is the day after Christmas, so who knows, you know, kind of what you want to do there. So, you know, uh, right. so we'll, we'll, we can decide this off off air, but I want to let the people know we will update you uh, on the Festivus show because we got to get that in before the end of the year. So it'll be one of the two next episodes here. But yeah, we only have two episodes left of 2022, which is crazy uh, to think about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we will get a festivist show in where we'll spend the time, yeah, kind of griping about things throughout the year and, and all that good stuff. So, uh, stay tuned for that. Hey, and screw that guy that was on TikTok that told me, uh, during the solo shows, he went on there and, and messaged to me like, someone complains this much, they should just drive to the city and not even fly. I'm like, why, why are you watching the video then? Like, I don't. I don't understand. Like that was my Put gripe about list. like airplanes. Oh, it, it's I, I screw that dude. Yeah, I, he's 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 a, he's a great. The commenters, commenters in general are just the weirdest people in the world. There's times because I experienced that with the YouTube show for the music side of things when I was doing that. It was right, like right. people. Yeah. Some people would leave comments. It's like you don't like my video. There's a billion other videos you can go watch. <laughs> like you can go yeah. watch. Like the people that would be like, oh, like oh, you know, this guy doesn't know anything about this thing. It's like okay. 
then go watch somebody that does. Sweet. Who cares? <laughs> like, I don't care. It's go go watch Rhett, Rhett and Link like everybody else. Right, right. There you go. And people are just, uh, I don't know, commenters are weird. That will definitely be discussed at the Festivus hey, show. Hey, congrats to us, though. Over 600 likes right now. There we go. We'll take that. Definitely follow the show on TikTok, people. DC Crossover Podcast. And on Twitter, at the DC Crossover. And at Cerrone16. And you can watch full episodes on YouTube. And then also... When it comes to Apple Podcasts and Spotify, feel free to rate, review, all that good stuff. Let the people yep. know that you like the show. That helps us out, and it only takes you 10 seconds. Uh, Still waiting for the Predators. Come on the show. Yeah, waiting for that guy. Uh, but, hey, we'll get <laughs> – what was that guy named? Joe Pompano? What was that? Who was the guy? Uh, Danny P- uh, Palumbo. Danny Palumbo, 2023. We'll see if we can yep. have a little snack talk with him next summer. Yep. Uh, that about does it for episode one. John Z, send us out. Oh, John Z. I almost forgot. John Z, send us That's out. That's a go-to. I can't wait till the Bears win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this guy's going to go nuts. Oh, play by play. He's going to lose his mind. He's going to, like, run. He's going to be, like, run through his window. Like, he's going to, like, <laughs> I don't know, some, something crazy. John Z, take us out. We'll see you next week. This has been another episode of the DC Crossover. Have a good one. Everybody.